Hey mama, welcome back to the Joy-Filled Mama podcast. I'm Jenna, Jesus follower, coffee lover, and tiny human raiser. If you're ready to reclaim joy in motherhood, find purpose in your season, and learn how to embrace life as a fully connected, fully engaged, truly joy-filled mama, then you've come to the right place. Together, we will dive into the struggles we face in postpartum and motherhood, reveal truths that will carry us through the hard stuff, and discover the joy-filled life we were meant to have. So refill your coffee, throw that AirPod in, because I know you're probably multitasking a million and one things right now, and let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of the Joy-Filled Mama podcast. If you follow me on Instagram, you already know this, but I had my first postpartum period. I Birdie is 11 months old and I've been breastfeeding, still breastfeeding her, and my monthly cycle finally came back. And while it was totally pain-free, which I was very excited about, it was a doozy emotionally. I was... I was not okay. But I was reminded of how important taking care of ourselves and what true self-care really is and how important that is. I feel like our culture kind of gets things twisted sometimes when it comes to self-care. So I wanted to talk today about true self-care and what it actually is and what our culture likes to tell us that it is. But before we dive in, I wanted to take a minute and read a review of the week. This is something that I want to start doing. I thought it would be fun to just hear what you guys have to say and take a minute to say thank you. It means the world to me when you guys leave a review because here's the thing. This is kind of how iTunes and Apple Podcasts, this is kind of how it works. They know that you like what you're hearing when you download and subscribe, but also when you leave a written review. So that's how we get the podcast bumped up into like top 10 lists or new podcasts or um, things like that. They sh- That's how they show up on new and noteworthy or um, all that fun stuff that's really exciting, not just for me to say, oh yeah, I made it on this whatever page, but it's exciting because it gets this message out into more mama's ears that need to hear it. And I don't know about you. I feel like this is our thing. It's not my thing. It's our thing. And I want to get this message into as many people's ears as possible. Because when a woman, when a mother discovers that she can live joy filled and begins to walk in that and walk in joy and and carry the joy of the Lord as her strength and begin to see joy as a promise and something that we can build a foundation on, then that's really powerful. And so I know that it's it feels small, like, oh, well, it's just a review, but it actually means the world to me in a lot of different ways. But one being it gets the message out to more people and more ears. And that's what we want, right? That I'm not going to lie to you. And I'm not going to say that I like who wouldn't want that, you know? <laughs> so and then also, I just love for myself to hear that what I'm saying and what I am speaking is resonating with you and it's something that you really love and it's something that is helping you 
Because I try my best to be spirit-led when I'm thinking about what to talk about or what to speak on. I try to really listen to the Holy Spirit and let him direct me. And so when I hear you say that you love it or you leave a review about how this helped you, it means the world to me. And it confirms that this is the Holy Spirit and the Lord is directing this and that he is in control. So anyways, all that to say, I wanted to read a review and I'm going to start reading a review every single week. So if you want me to read your review, go leave a written review after you listen. Actually, right now, pause this, go leave a written review and then come back and listen to the rest of the podcast. Today's review is from eSons13 and it said it's five star review. Thank you for that. Five stars is amazing. Real and genuine podcast for mamas. Jenna's podcast is a must listen for all young moms who are looking for a safe space to hear real, raw, genuine, and joy-filled stories and discussions about motherhood. Jenna is so authentic and really dives into the struggles and joys of motherhood. I'll for sure keep listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for that review. I am so grateful. And there are so many reviews that I could have picked from, but that was just one that I wanted to read to you today. Again, thank you. I can't say it enough and I'm so grateful. And again, if you want me to read your review and if you want to help me, if you ask me, Jenna, how can I help you? I really love the podcast. How can I help? Here's how you can help. You can go right now and go leave a written review. That helps more than you will ever know in a lot of different ways, like I said earlier. So Thank you for leaving reviews. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing to your Instagram stories and tagging me. I love when you do that too. And now, without further ado, let's dive in and talk about self-care. Maybe I should stick to talking and (laughs) not sing to you guys. Uh, (laughs) Okay, so our culture, I've noticed that our culture really likes to confuse self-care with self-indulgence. And they are not the same thing at all. Self-indulgence is a glass of wine after a long day or a bubble bath or chocolate or binging a TV show. That's indulging yourself. And there's nothing wrong with that. But they're not, that's not, those things aren't doing anything to care for our whole collective self. And they're not really self-care. And if you have been somebody who has made the mistake of, of saying, I'm going to binge watch a TV show all day and it's self-care, don't worry, don't feel bad because I've done that too. But here's how I know if something is self-care or self-indulgent. Do I feel better after I do this? When I eat an entire bag of chocolate or when I binge watch a TV show for four hours straight, I don't really feel better after I do that. So calling that self-care is just lying to ourselves. That's, that's the brutal honesty of it. Self-care is prioritizing the things that serve our physical, spiritual, and emotional health. And here's the kicker. Whether or not we feel like it. Boom. Yep, I went there. Self-care isn't isn't based off of feelings. It's not based off of emotions. It's not based off of how your day has gone. It's 
it's found it's based on what you know will be beneficial to your health today and in the long run regardless of how you feel right now don't get me wrong i am not saying don't have a glass of wine after a long day i'm not saying don't enjoy a bubble bath y'all know i love a good day of pampering i love candy and chocolate i love to binge watch friends but we lie to ourselves And we set ourselves up for failure and for more stress when we say that those things are how we're going to take care of ourselves. Because then after we binge watch a TV show or we indulge in a bag of chocolates or whatever, and then we wind up feeling still not feeling good or relaxed or better, then we're like, well, what the heck? Do I just never get to feel okay? Do I never get to feel good? When really, yes, we can feel good, we can feel relaxed, we can feel not stressed out, but we just have to do the right things that to take care of ourselves. Motherhood is the ultimate biggest excuse to neglect ourselves, but here's the thing. It is the ultimate biggest reason that we need to take care of ourselves. We use motherhood as this excuse like, well, I don't have time. I'm just going to neglect myself. I've got kids. I've got this. I've got that. But those, all those things that you just listed off as a reason to neglect yourself, those are the things that you should be listing off as reasons why you need to prioritize taking care of yourself. You need to prioritize taking care of your spiritual and your emotional and your physical being because... (laughs) You want to be around and not just like living, but you want to be present, right? You, We all do. We want to be present, joyful mothers who are providing a wonderful childhood for our children. And if we're not prioritizing taking care of ourselves, we're not going to be that and we're going to miss out. It's true. We don't have a whole lot of time to ourselves. I will give us that. Trust me, I am in it with you guys. I have a two-year-old and a almost one-year-old. So we're all busy. I know we don't have a lot of time to ourselves. But that does not mean that we can't prioritize time to take care of ourselves each and every day. I just wanted to give us a few easy things that we can do to start prioritizing ourselves. And I know that for some of us, this is gonna feel really foreign and it's gonna feel weird, honestly, prioritizing taking care of yourself, but it is so important, it's so vital and don't feel guilty for taking care of yourself. When you start, if that guilt starts coming in, you say to yourself, my children are my reason, not my excuse, okay? My children are my reason, not my excuse. That's what we're gonna say to ourselves. My children are my reason, not my excuse. Okay, the first thing that we can do that we need to be doing as mothers, as Christian women, is we need to set aside time to meet with the Lord each day. Y'all, if you're not doing this, just start here, okay? Start here. And I know, I know it's hard. And I am not saying that you need to spend 30 minutes face down on the floor in uninterrupted prayer time. Because that's obviously not realistic for a lot of us. And that's not what God is asking us to do. He just wants us to invite him into our everyday. Our, our creator, our God, he made us to need him. He made us to long for him. And 
there's a longing in all of our hearts for a savior and he's the only one that can fill that void. It's in our nature as mothers to take on burdens that are ours. We want to fix everything. We want to take care of everything. And so when we when we routinely come to the feet of Jesus, we remember to lay it all down, lay down the burdens, lay down every little thing that needs to be taken care of and fixed and yada, yada, yada. And we pick up his yoke, which he tells us is easy and light. And I don't know about you, but I would much rather carry an easy and light burden than the burdens that I try to pick up myself. Another thing that happens when we set aside time to meet with the Lord each day is we're reminded of who we are in him and not who we are in everyone else. Is anyone else guilty of following? I've I've dubbed it the social media gospel. This is something that God has really been checking me on and the Holy Spirit has really been revealing some things to me that I've realized I have let social media give me more quote unquote gospel than the actual gospel. And it's so easy to do. We we listen to all these voices instead of turning to the one voice that's going to give us the truth, the one voice that's going to give us the way, the one voice that's going to tell us what we need to hear and tell us who we are. I think we all do it. If you don't, then I want to be more like you. (laughs) Setting aside time to meet with Jesus each day, even if it's five minutes, even if it's just a quick devotional, it helps us recenter. It helps us be reminded of who we are. It helps us lay down our burdens. It helps us invite God into our day because growing up, I often heard teachers and preachers say things like, God is a gentleman, and I love that image of God, and it's true that he so is a gentleman, and he's not going to bust down our walls and just invite himself into our life. He's going to wait for us to invite him because that's what happened at the fall. Humans now have free will, and so it's our job to choose him and to choose to invite him into our day each day. You guys, I have done this both ways. I have had seasons where I neglect to invite the Lord into my day. I neglect to invite him into my motherhood, to invite him into the hard seasons. And I can tell you that motherhood and my attitude and my mood and even my kids' attitudes, everything is so much better when I invite Jesus into my everyday. And it's not better because it's like a quick fix that makes everyone behave or it makes everything happy. It's better because he takes the burden. He takes the yoke and it just gives us perspective and it it gives us, I don't, I can't really explain it. I just know that with the Holy Spirit, things are much easier to handle because we've invited him into our life. We've invited him into our day and then we don't have to do it alone. And it reminds me to spend my whole day in prayer because I always want to live a pray without ceasing type of life. But in the hustle and bustle of the everyday, it it gets kind of hard to remember to invite and to be praying and to just be in conversation with God. And so when I set a time, When I set aside specific time to just meet with the Lord, and I like to do this at the beginning of my day, but sometimes it's during nap time or at the end of my day, 
try at the beginning of the day if you can. But when I set aside time at the beginning of my day to just invite God and meet with him and um, hear from him and all of that, it, it reminds me and motivates me to continue talking to him. Because usually what happens is I read my little devotional or I read my Bible or I read something on my app and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so good. Thank you, God. That's exactly what I needed. And then I want more. I want more from him. I want him to continue revealing things to me throughout the day. So it recenters us. It reminds us of who we are and it invites God, invites him into our day, which is what we need. So uh, some ways that you can set aside time to meet with him is you can set aside journaling time. You can wake up a little bit earlier or you can just say if if you have the ability to um, just tell your husband like, hey, can I have a couple minutes? That's what I do. I usually just say um, with my coffee in the morning, I'll just make it a point to get out my Bible and get out my journal. And he kind of knows that that's my time. And so he takes takes care of the kids and all of that. Um, if you're able to absolutely ask your husband for help because he knows how important that is and he probably is just doesn't realize that you are missing that so journal devotion if you can't if you don't have help then get it in during nap time just whenever you can make it a point to set aside time for God and then also if you need help journaling which I love I love to journal I have a journaling joy template that you can download and you can either print it out or you can just use the prompts and write them in your own journal. That's personally how I do it. And I use this every day and I love it. This is just um, some prompts, some questions, and then a gratitude, a space for a gratitude list and some prayer. And it really just helps me set some intentions for the day and again, invite God into my day. So if you want that, I will link it in the show notes, but you can download it. It's free, totally free. I just wanted to make it to help me. And then I was like, might as well share with you guys as well. So you can download that in the show notes. I'll link it at the bottom. Another thing that you can do to take care of yourself is you can plan your rest. (laughs) I know it sounds silly, but we're moms. We're busy, right? That's that's what we said. We're we're busy. We don't have time for anything, right? I have a hard time. I think a lot of us are like this. I have a hard time resting when the house is a mess and the dishes are piled up and there's laundry to do and things are dirty. I have a hard time just sitting down on the couch. It doesn't feel good to me. And then on the flip side, if there are too many things to do, I will just, my tendency is to veg out and neglect everything. So what I like to do is I like to plan a time to just rest, however you like to rest. If you like to rest by going shopping or spending time with people or pampering yourself or however you like to rest. For me, I like to literally do nothing I like to not cook, not clean, not get dressed, just literally sit, watch movies, drink coffee and rest. That's for me and not have no human interaction other than my family, not talk, not be on my phone. That's my my perfect rest day is just literally being able to shut off my brain. Um, So set yourself up for whatever your perfect rest day is and try to have a rest day once a week or once every other week. Just plan specific time whatever works for you and your family plan some specific time for rest 
and set yourself up for success prior to that time. So for me, I try to rest on Saturdays. I try to take because we're busy on Sundays at church. And so Saturday, we try to make make a real Sabbath day. I like to do nothing. Like I said, no cooking, no cleaning, sit on the couch all day and just do nothing. So on Fridays, I try, obviously I'm not perfect at this, but I try to clean the house and figure out meals, whether that's making something ahead of time or who am I kidding? I don't make a, I don't ever make anything ahead of time. Usually what it means is we budget for takeout or to buy some frozen pizzas, honestly. Um, maybe some, maybe this week I will make a meal ahead of time and so that we can have it for Saturday, but that's not likely. (laughs) But on Fridays, I try to clean the house and get everything all done, get the laundry done and get work stuff I needed to get done all finished before Saturday so that Saturday I'm not in my head thinking oh I should be doing this because that's what happens we go to rest and then we feel like oh well I should be doing the dishes or I should be doing this or I should be doing that so if you are not somebody who can just shut that off then plan your rest and before that set yourself up for success and clean or whatever do what you need to do prior to that rest time otherwise you if you're like me you'll feel anxious or guilty or whatever I know that sometimes we moms we've talked about this a lot today but sometimes we moms we like to pride ourselves in busyness and we wear it like a badge of honor that we're busy we're so busy we can't do anything we can't take time for ourselves and blah 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 but like I said before. This is what we're saying to ourselves. When we start getting in that attitude, when we start feeling like our busyness is a badge of honor, we say to ourselves, my children are my reason, not my excuse. My children are my reason why I need to take care of myself, not an excuse to neglect yourself. Plan time to slow down. Plan time to just rest. Plan, plan, plan your rest. And this goes without saying, but we need to take care of our physical body. I don't need, I don't think I need to spend a whole lot of time on this, but take supplements if you need supplements. Drink plenty of water. Move your body. I'm not great at that, but I try. Move your body every day. Eat nourishing foods. Not, it doesn't mean you need to be super healthy, but just nourish your body. Eat lunch. For me, Some days, literally my goal is eat a real lunch, not just a handful of fishy crackers and leftover chicken nuggets. And that is a good goal. That is how we start. We all have to start somewhere. Some people are really great at making these amazing lunches and they make themselves lunch, blah, 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 all day, every day. I, it's harder for me because I'm just going to get real with you guys. I actually, I really love kid food. Like, I love fishy crackers. So, anyways, I'm getting on a tangent. But eat nourishing foods. Do all those things that really take care of our physical body. Get enough sleep, like we just talked about. Rest your body. Another thing that we can do to take care of ourselves and really embrace true self-care and not just self-indulgence is do something creative just for the sake of doing it. I need to be better about this because a lot of the things that I do are tied to work or getting something ready for the podcast, which does have a lot of creative stuff that I have to do, but it's fun to do things that are creative just for fun. 
One thing that I want to start doing more of is writing just to write. I love to write, but I am a little bit out of practice and especially with the blog and now the podcast with writing show notes and stuff like that. That's really the only writing that I do. So I want to start writing just to write, just, just write. Um, maybe you're maybe you want to take up a hobby or get some of those adult coloring books or start journaling more or you want to start helping people pick out outfits or you have an old camera and start taking practicing photography and taking pictures whatever it is just do something creative and do it just for fun like you don't have to post it you don't have to try to make money off of it you don't have to just just do it for fun. The other thing that I want to start doing is I really kind of do want to get some of those adult coloring books and I've always wanted to learn calligraphy. So I might get myself, I found, I literally have had it in my shopping cart on Amazon, one of those calligraphy kits that teaches you how to do calligraphy and maybe that's something that I will take up to do that's just for fun because here's the thing, our creator, God made us to be creative. I've talked about this before. He made us to be creative. The first thing that he did was create. And the first thing that he had man do was create by naming the animals and being creative. You don't think naming a bunch of animals takes creativity? Like, come on. Even Jesus was creative in the way that he taught. He told stories. So we see all throughout scripture that God is a God of creativity. And he's given us all creative gifts that look different for everyone. We do not have to forsake our hobbies or things that we enjoy just because we have kids, okay? We can have both. We can be creative. We can use our gifts to glorify God and love our kids and be great mothers. And the last thing, y'all are gonna love me for this one because it is important to pamper yourself every once in a while. That is self-care. A good skin routine and doing a hair mask, that is self-care and it is important to pamper yourself. And oftentimes I feel like not in tune with my, the young woman side of me. I'm still, a lot of us, we're still young women and it's okay to take care of ourselves. And sometimes it's good to take care of ourselves. And sometimes in motherhood, we just kind of forget all these things that we once loved. Like I used to love doing my makeup and I hardly ever do my makeup now. So pamper yourself, do things that make you feel good. It's definitely more, this is definitely more superficial, but I love a good pampering day. And I try to do this once a week. I will take a long shower. I try to wash my hair just once a week. So on hair wash day is like my pampering day. So I will wash my hair and exfoliate my skin and put self-tanner on and just do all the things that make me feel really good and make me feel beautiful. And I know that I'm beautiful without all of those things. So I guess beautiful is not really the word, but just make me feel fancy and make me feel like I'm more than just a stay-at-home mom hanging out with my kids all day. Like when I'm have self-tanner on and I've got clean hair... (laughs) and exfoliated soft skin, I'm like, oh, hey. So if you've been neglecting yourself, just do something small. Pick one or two things. Start there and start taking care of yourself. Because like we said, our children 
are our reason to take care of ourselves, not an excuse to neglect ourselves, okay? So pamper yourself, do something creative, take care of your physical body, and most importantly, set aside time with the Lord, invite him into your day, invite him into every nook and cranny of your life, your motherhood, your the parts that you're proud of, the parts that you're not proud of, he can handle it. And his yoke is easy and his burden is light. So let's lay down our burdens and take up his, okay? Okay. <laughs> and again, I'm going to say it one more time. If you love this episode, if you love this podcast, please, please, please leave a review. <laughs> Again, if you missed it before, I am doing a review of the week where I read one of your reviews each and every week. So leave a review. I would love to read it. And like I said earlier in the episode, it really helps get this message out to as many mamas as possible. Another thing that you can do is screenshot and share your Instagram stories and tag me. And then DM me and let's be best friends. (laughs) Instagram is where I hang out most of the time. So come on over and join the party and let's be friends. And don't forget journaling joy template. If you want to start journaling, if you are feeling like you would like to journal, but you don't know where to start. This is a great, these are great prompts that will help you kind of get things flowing and help you answer some questions and help you just set your intentions for the day. So I will link that in the show notes down below. Thank you so much for being here today, praying joy, unspeakable joy over you today and always, and that you face whatever life throws at you with the joy of the Lord as your strength. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.